This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'll donate this much money if you name the new practice facility after me. The Wiener Facility. <laughs> Where all your lacrosse dreams come true. Maybe. Um, Eric, man, do you have, uh, what's on your mind? Because I'm probably going to kick it off with just asking you this question. Me? Okay, that's fine. Um, oh. let's see. We did, oh, I was listening to Mike Ryan and David Sampson band. Um, I like that they, like, gave him, what was it, five, uh, closest times he got, uh, almost fired or whatever. And uh, one of them was they put in his contract that he couldn't go on the Dan Levitard show, and I just find that hilarious. Um, I hope that Jeffrey pays him $51 million to, like, never go on Dan's show again. And, like, he can just freaking, yeah, rub that in his face forever. So if you're listening, if you can hear me, Jeffrey, give him $51 million. And we're back with another episode of Laughter the Club. We have who you just heard, our fearless leader, Mike Ryan fan account. We have Lewin Sales, hopefully becoming Lewin Sales. We have Pam Lace. I'm always bad with that timing, Lou. I apologize. We have Pam Lace, Halloween Basic on Twitter. Hello, Pam. Hello. Danette, the lifesaver, which is an inside joke from five minutes ago. So super, <laughs> super relevant to anybody listening to this. We have the one, the only happy Trevor Lawrence team fan in Duval Jags man Barrett how are you you're on mute because of course you are and Aaron the one that doesn't look anything like Barrett because you seem sober tonight how are you I'm great I'm doing fantastic it's great to be here and thank you for saving me for last because you're always people are supposed to be kind of forget yeah, I just figured whenever I leave you last, it gives you time to ramble on like that. Barrett, would you like to say something off of mute now? Okay. That's a no for everybody That's listening a good on this audio meeting. Good answer. Yep. All hey, right. We're, we're professional now. Can you please talk? Well, it looks like Barrett has left a, the Zoom. So. A morning. Yo. Emergency Trevor Lawrence meeting? <laughs> <laughs> He actually, no, he looked really confused at first when you said, it wasn't until you said Duval where he, like, understood where you were going, because yeah. you, like, he was just like, what? Duval? Yeah, it's me. Oh, it's me. there. That's, oh, they're talking about me. And, and I'm not equating yeah. Barrett to a dog, but that's what it was. It was like when you get a dog's name right, and it's like, oh, me. Oh, here he comes. He's back. 
Very so nice. I had to take the cartridge out and like blow on it and plug it back in. Something was fucked up for a second there. My apologies. But Duval, motherfucking Trevor Lawrence, the Messiah coming to town. And we got his boy. All right. So. Everybody, depending on how this gets edited, hopefully not by Barrett, we uh, apologize for what just happened. But Eric, you had something else? I'll see you at Hard Rock, Barrett. Oh, yes. We do have a, a rivalry here between Miami and Jacksonville, which has to be the saddest interstate rivalry for professional sports in football ever. <laughs> like Jacksonville versus I don't Miami. know. Cleveland and Cincinnati Cincinnati. for a real Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Okay. I I would say anything involving the Jets is probably pretty Jets and Giants for a long time. Buffalo was bad forever, too. So that's three crappy teams in one state. Well, not crappy, but like actually caring about what the other one is doing, uh, I guess, was between these two. But I'm going to have to give it to Ohio because it's. Yeah, Ohio. No, it's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah, And on top of bad. And it's Ohio live in ohio yeah. Yeah. yeah like exactly Aaron. the same thing like and you live in ohio so you're yeah. double miserable <laughs> all right so speaking of not being miserable i think so we love to talk about the show but in the spinoffs there's a birthday which most people don't find miserable and our most efficient shooter of shotters ah <laughs> uh, love that that landed on you all right. And now, as I call her the most efficient, Jeanette, you had something to speak about. Right. Oh, so today, uh, an addendum episode to Cinephobe dropped and it featured Valerie Levertard. And she informed Amin and his merry, ma- merry band of phobes, Cinephobes, that it was her birthday when they actually recorded. And then Amin went and was like, I am the type of person that I don't like you know, people to wish me a happy birthday. I don't like to be made of a big deal of on my birthday. So my question to the whole group is, are you like in a mean where you, even though people know your birthday, it's like, don't like make a big deal out of me. Or are you the opposite end where it's like, it's my birthday. I'm the king and queen of the day. Come at me with presents, text me everything. If you don't, it means you don't love me and you don't respect my day. So what are you, Jeanette? I am a happy, I am a weird mixture of both where at home, I do want to be made a big deal out of, I want the cake, I want presents, I want money, but at work where it seems like it's a little bit more forced, I'm okay with that not being the deal there. Uh, And also for a long time, I used to always take my birthday off of work. Uh, But then when I stopped doing that, I I stopped doing that. But yeah, at work, it's like, let's keep it professional. But at home, it's like, Oh, where's my cake? Like, literally, I will come home and be like, where's my cake? If there's no cake, I'm very unhappy. So do we, I know last time on Monday, we did a poll, if we can. If you take your birthday off for work, are you ever going to amount to anything? I'm just curious because I think it's the worst thing that anybody's ever done. Sorry, Jeanette, you've amounted to a lot. It's just a bad trait. I'm glad you've grown up. So, all right. So, Aaron, I take you as somebody who pretends that you don't care, but you're waiting Oh, for everybody well, to text you and call you. You're, you're, you couldn't be more wrong. There's no pretending I don't care. I make it very known that I want everyone to tell me happy birthday. I, when, I, when I was like in high school, I would go out of my way to tell anyone that I even remotely knew happy birthday on their birthday to make sure they told me happy birthday on my birthday. 
I would count down to the month of July so I could celebrate my birth month. So hold on. Get- I kind of stopped because I've gotten to the point where I don't like to respond to people. Like if they text me or whatever, I don't want to feel obligated to say like, thanks, I appreciate it or whatever. Or tell them happy birthday. And so I don't really care that much anymore. Aaron. Yeah. What uh, month is I, your birthday? July. I just said count down to July. Oh, you count down to July. I'm sorry. I heard from July. And that's why I was curious of. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I, I was trying to do math. I count down from January to July. So like everybody else is celebrating New Year's Day. And of course, narcissistic Eric is like, this isn't New Year's Day. This is day one of counting down to my birthday. And as my birth month. And as you sat there and loved your birthday with excitement was uh, Pam, who was just cheering you on from the sidelines, completely on the same page. Pam, you also are this self-indulgent just because you were born on this day less than 30 years ago. I am. I'm a narcissist and um, I do birth month. I talk about it all month long. I start talking about it um, around probably two months out. Like, don't forget, don't forget. What are we going to do? What do you guys want to do? How much money do you have set aside? Like, <laughs> You're doing other people's finances geez. to make sure that yeah. they're ready to go. Yeah. Mommy doesn't like cheap gifts. So we gotta, we gotta think about that. We've got a prior and it's so close to the holidays. Like, I don't want you to spend all your money on other people's holiday Hanukkah and Christmas gifts. When you know, you've got my birthday three weeks later. So I love it. I talk about it and I am opposite of Jeanette. Like I talk about it at work. Oh, you guys want to take me out to lunch? Perfect. This is where I want to go. I do not mind um, people doing for me on my birthday. Wining and dining it. is okay. That's right. I love my love can be purchased. Yes. For, for those of y'all not listening, I've never seen Aaron, and we know he's a big rap fan of the salary. I've never seen him bob his head as if he was actually listening to <laughs> Eight Ball and MGK, except for when Pam was just talking about loving her birthday. He was so much on the same. More. I've never connected with someone more ever. Never. Aaron and I have always been friends, but it, it just went to a new level. Like we just became yeah. best friends. Yep. Until each other's birthday where it becomes just about y'all. Exactly. But I'm going to go to some of our more B personalities then, because I don't think that everybody here loves it. So Barrett, I'm going to start with you just because I need to hear you talk as much as I can before you pass out on a camera in front of us. So are you a big, like, look at me on my birthday or are you kind of like, hope nobody notices? And I'm going to, I'll reveal, if you want to reveal the one thing that kind of publicized your birthday this past year. Well, so like Pam, my birthday is around the holidays, if that's what you were getting at. And I am very much someone who doesn't want the attention. I do not tell people when it's my birthday so, right. yeah, I'm going to say keep that attention um, for Pam's birthday, which is like a couple days before mine. Just just hold it all in and then like give it to them. Well, like based on like the amount of energy put in that, it's like for every 10 Barrett's, there's one Pam or one Aaron just taking all the energy <laughs> from the people that deserve it. And Barrett thinking that I was calling out his birthday for being near the holidays was weird. I was simply just saying how our fellow Lower Ranger Morgan publicized your birthday by getting you one of the best if not the best cameo from the one and only billy gill mm. Jeanette. 
it was, it was Pete. got me a cameo as well for my birthday from Billy Gill. That was super fire as well. Don't it is, but don't out. try to one up me as if you you forgot both of these things two seconds ago. So don't try to one up me. With <laughs> I won't remember them two you, seconds from you now. Thought I, you thought your birthday was publicized because of the holidays, which makes zero sense. Just think about what you said. Uh, zero, like somebody said it was Christmas, and all of a sudden the world knew it was your birthday. It makes no sense what you just said. But Barrett, we're glad because honestly, you did get two of the best cameos, and you deserve it. And you deserve Trevor Lawrence. All right, Lou. All right. Uh, I'm, I I do not like have talking about my birthday. And the main reason why is, is because I don't want to have to spend the time getting you a gift. So I don't want you to get a gift. So I don't feel bad for when I don't get you a gift. Well, Stu Gotts is super strong in you. So you're just doing the thing where you're setting expectations yeah. right now. Like, look. Yeah. Don't even. I, I'm not buying you anything. It's clear as day I'm not going to. So if you bring me something, do not put that expectation. Now, what do you do if somebody, like, let's say that you didn't get somebody a gift two months ago and your birthday comes up and they get you a gift. How do you even react to that? Because at that point, you're a horrible person. Yeah, it sucks. That's why I don't like it. Because then I have to pretend that I'm excited that they got me a gift, but I'm not. All I'm thinking about is like, oh, either you're thinking about how I didn't get you a gift for your birthday and you're just shoving it in my face like, hey, I got you this gift when now. So that's why I just I just feel guilt. And then I just feel I, then I don't want the gift. So then I have to just pretend that I'm happy that I got a gift that I didn't want from you in the first place is why I didn't get you a gift. So you wouldn't have to give me a gift. Send me a <laughs> gift. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I picture Lou like really like being anti-gift to where he sees people coming with gifts and he's like hiding, closing windows as if like, and if I hope this, this is going to be very narrow. If the cops are outside or helicopters, you close all the doors, close the windows, turn off the lights and you just shut up till 5 a.m. and they go away. So that's mm. Lou when somebody's coming over to give him a gift just to make sure. All right. I've, I've, I've gotten a little, I've gotten a little better because my, my wife and everything once you know, she likes to buy me things and she's helped me be a little more uh, open and helping me, you know, actually become a better person and buy people gifts for their birthdays. Why do do that? But, but if I had my, yeah, I do make people's hats, but that's, that's different. That's, you know, that's, I'm not, that, that's just different. That's most of the time it's because I already have it laying around. I've already done it. It's not like I'm going so, so Lou, much out of the way. No, 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 no. You don't. So Lou doesn't get to pretend that he doesn't have some sort of real personal connection because he doesn't just have it laying around the amount of time you put into figuring out what the hat's going to be in the design uh, is more time than I'll ever spend on buying a birthday gift. And that's including for my wife. So yeah, you don't get to say you don't care. You just, you hate the idea of birthdays. That's all it is. You just hate birthdays. It's consumerism nonsense. There's 364 other days in the year that you can do something nice for me. Don't do something nice for me just because somebody at Hallmark tells you to because it's some day that I was I had I had a friend I had a friend and she, like she knew that I didn't like getting things on my birthday and she knew that I didn't want to celebrate my birthday and what she would do it she did it on purpose like three months before my birthday like she would just give me a gift and it still would make me mad because I knew she was doing it just because I didn't want it on my birthday but she gave it to me after before yeah. after and so it was always really annoying but Bruce is strong in her oh <sighs> Bear, you actually that right. birthdays were created by Hallmark. Celebrating them is just done by big marketing companies and 
and no. Toys R but Us. If you want to do that, then would, if you want to do that, you need to blame you need to blame the Aztec calendar because we wouldn't know what a birthday was without it. So now you're just being racist. Whoa. Go ahead. Larry. No. Hey, actually, actually, Barrett, Barrett, uh, the earliest mention of the birthday was around 3000 BC, and it was a reference to a pharaoh's birthday. Was Hallmark created in 3000 BC, Barrett? I bet that that pharaoh, I bet the Stu Gots was super strong in that pharaoh, and he said, it's my birthday, give me shit. Don't we use the... Who's the Julian calendar, not the Aztec calendar? I just thought the Aztec calendar was created first. I could be absolutely wrong there. I was just going with the first thing of measuring a year. You were born. Congratulations. You literally did nothing. For nine months, you did nothing. And you get to get be celebrated for that? Get out. The one, you know who should be celebrated on birthdays? Mothers. They should celebrate your birthday. They, they're the ones that did something. Labor Day. I've got Labor Day. Hold on. Actually, <laughs> baby girl's birthday was like two weeks ago, and Lydia asked me what I got her for her giving birthday. And <laughs> I don't even want to get into pushing presents, which we talked about. Oh, that's not a thing. No, yeah, but I never got one. So, Eric, you also—I mean, you seem like somebody who, like, if you could stop in lieu of saying, if you could stop the world from ever knowing your birthday, are you like completely like don't even mention it, don't bring it up? Yes. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, it reminds me of my mortality, like one year closer to death, and I, just, I don't like it. It's a weird day. It's a celebration of life. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. Can't you do that every day? Shouldn't you? Do, yeah. Shouldn't you yeah, celebrate life yeah. every day? Yeah, but it's like crap. Like now I'm one year freaking older. Like closer to like, man. Lou just became that guy that says I don't celebrate Valentine's because I treat my wife great every day. Like shut up and buy flowers. <laughs> she buy some flowers. Her. Get over yourself. But How do Eric, I need a holiday? Eric, you should think of it not in those terms, but like you're one step closer to getting to your retirement fund. You have to change the dynamic of how you think of aging. I don't think you know Eric. Eric does not want to retire. Go ahead, Eric. I mean, I just, yeah, just hearing Eric in retirement. Eric Eric wants to work. It's so weird. I'm going to be an empty nester at like uh, 43. And like my wife likes nice things and I like them. So we've like talked about like, we're just going to go into business together. Just go balls to the walls for like ever forever if elon musk has it if he gets yeah, it down you guys can with yeah, the right technology i think i could live forever yeah, we're gonna get hired by elon there you go franklin i feel like you love your birthday no so i'm not actually uh, and as we speak of birthdays and empty nesters i'm being like, hello sweetheart say good night big hug big kiss all right and that's the part that y'all never see see i told y'all he's a jerk all right um we'll cut this out no so i don't love my birthday but i do this motherfucker now he's trolling me going through different doors <laughs> he's opening different doors at this point this i need germs he got the note from cruiser and walter make noise yeah. all right i apologize and we'll cut all this out for whoever's editing it is not me all right can i get it all this wasn't part of the pod anyways i don't know why people were like acting like we're, i thought we were decided when my child came in and bombarded me but we can keep this all in <laughs> it depends on who edits it
Who's Julian? Why, why, why does he have his own calendar? Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com BlueWire. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Tune in to the Lauer After Hours podcast. Join the revolving crew of Dan Levitard's show Superfans, all 280 of them, as they interview some of your favorite personalities from ESPN and more. If you love the Dan Levitard show's local hour, you'll love this round robin style podcast. Grab a tube, jump on the lazy river, and let it take you where it takes you every week on Lauer After Hours. Available at all fine podcast retailers. All right. So, Aaron, <laughs> give me a love my birthday. I don't love my birthday. Um, but I do. I'll, I'll celebrate it for the night of with some friends and, you know, we'll paint the town red, as they call it. But even then, my wife is the one that, like, makes sure that I make it happen because I'm actually more like a Lou and Eric where I don't really care to go out bring it up and i mean i grew up with my birthday being right near christmas also so i'm kind of used to just opening a christmas gift early where's it at but, now but i'm not gonna lie i do celebrate oh uh, because because i grew up out of it. That it's, what a good joke aaron you're such a good dad um but anyways yeah but no i, I do end up going out for at the usually on my birthday um weekend and you know we won't get into the details i don't know if blue wire drug test or not all right so birthdays uh birthdays thanks everybody please tell me that was not (laughs) hold on now i no, now i love it aaron limited fake greg cody saying birthdays go everybody gets to do one hold on all right no work on it aaron put yourself on mute and workshop i need this hold on lou days uh we're gonna go back to you because go one more time because birth came out of that you just said days go hold on i lost it in my head birthdays that was actually not bad not bad ryan Tannehill of limited fake greg cody's jeanette go days why is birth just going out on everybody are y'all like peaking all of days Oh my! All right, game's over. I'm not even. That's what I was gonna say, Jeanette. You took my fucking joke. I eat all all the time. So, all right, now legitimately offended by that, Jeanette. You want to cross Nikki? All right. Uh huh. You want to do that? You're gonna get fucked up, Jeanette. We we have a versus. Go, Jeanette. Jeanette, we have a versus. Go. You're limited fate, Greg Cody. A defeat. I, I, I call yeah. I to the up, I'm destroyed for the last ten minutes. This is going in. If we tell Greg Cody we spent this much time talking about him, we may get a retweet. Uh, so I love Greg. Oh, we. All right, important nugget there. 
I also love Greg. I love Greg too. Hold on. I, Eric, how much do you love Greg? I want you to describe it. Uh, like on a scale from one to like 10, probably like a 697. Ah, he is great. He's great. Should have been a 669. Nice. Like I want to be him when I'm older and just like, yeah, I want to, I kind of want to be like model my, my parenting style after him. Just be a, make everything about myself. Yeah. Yeah, Story of our lives. So speaking of Greg and the show, they uh, announced something huge this week, which I think we're all excited for. It's weird because we kind of know them. We don't, right? We know them through the internet and through small interactions. Uh, I think we're all excited for the deal that got done with DraftKings. $50 million. Fuck you. Like that, that's basically what happened this week. So we're all proud. With that, though, I the more intriguing thing is, and maybe specific to the shipping container because Dan's do have learned to be rich. What do y'all think is like, their idea first payday what's their first purchase it's, it's draft day right a bunch of draft people got drafted yesterday they're about to make their first big purchase what is the draft day purchase for the shipping container and anybody who has the funniest thing because in my head and i don't have a specific example although we'll think about it i don't want to take these answers like billy gill is absolutely the player they do like a 30 for 30 on that ends up still driving the same 1992 toyota celica that he had before and like there's just like money being hoarded or hoarded hoarded is not a word it over is now yeah. it is, it is now you want to bet <laughs> the look of disgust Jeanette gave me when i said a hoarded and i was already correcting it and she already knew like phlegm but all right so with that though aaron i think who do you have is like making the weirdest purchased item i could see my crime by my you know, like the things you see people buy on like funny shows that just like big expensive things that go in your house. They don't really do anything, but they're big and you know they're expensive and they're just everywhere. I could see Mike Ron decking out his house with like uh, big figurines and giant paintings and things like that. No, I agree. I mean, before this deal, he was talking about four TVs in the living rooms. So Mike Ryan's absolutely doing like a self-portrait or yeah. With that one photo that he looked good with the shirt off, right? <laughs> like, uh, like a giant, like one of those random, like dog butler statue things. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, I do. The very tall gold, all gold. You're doing bronze or gold? This is probably just bronze. Gold. Oh, you got gold. Okay. He's Mike yeah. Ryan. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeanette. Mm. So, who do you have being. Who do you have being like the most splurgy? And I mean, we all think Mike Ryan because he's Mike Ryan, right? Like he was on the flight the next day, just tweeting from the airplane. But who do you have being the most splurgy or the most awkward with their first check? Um, I wanted to. I see Roy, like going to um, the local play. Like I just see him going to like the 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 place that uh like redoes your backyard i don't know what it's called in florida but he's like redoing his backyard and he's getting every single like green egg or like barbecue that there is so he's buying out the whole barbecue aisle so he's getting smokers pellet smokers grills charcoal propane you name it it cooks meat for the backyard roy is gonna get it so he's just gonna you know 
you know, destroy the ozone layer with all that cooking. So good on you, Roy. Good on you, Roy. But but while well, meanwhile, apparently per Twitter, buying an electric car. So way to save the world while also barbecuing left and right. It's delicious. I have Roy, by the way, with that tweet, giving up on electric cars, the first obstacle he meets, and not because of like it's an obstacle. Roy is too angry to deal with that. Electric cars, you know, this is stupid. Give me back to the basics. Roy is going to be in a gas car six months tops after getting an electric car. First he's issue also, he runs into. He's also going to have the most exquisite bourbon selection. He's ever. a scotch guy. Oh, scotch selection, whatever. Important correction. I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it was really necessary. Fun. So, Kij, hello. Welcome hey, to guys. the pod. So, sorry, I'm late. No, it's all right. I just want, now that you're here, I want to put you on the spot. Who do you have being, what, what's the purchase that you see happening? First check comes in, because all the first check, I think, for all these people is like a signing deal. They're, they're automatically comfortable in a different level. So, what do you have? So the first thing that came to my head right away was a golden copy of uh, all the different editions of the encyclopedia. So it's like A through D, D through K, K through N, all that shit, et cetera, et cetera. And Whitney's just going to buy golden copies of the encyclopedia. He's going to read that shit every single day. And that's also at the same time where he's reading the encyclopedia, uh, reading the dictionary on the side. These are his off days. All right, so I have a couple of questions here. And even as, as anti-witty as I'd love to be, did you just think of encyclopedias and then do the letters off the top of your head? Because that was just a weird way to do it. Did you? How many encyclopedias have you owned? Because you named the letters as if this was just basic one to five, six to 10. Like, so, so to be honest, right? Like actually the way encyclopedias work in Russia and also like before they were able to be this dense, was that they would distribute them in like letter sections. And then you have like 10 encyclopedias would be actually- Hey, Kish, Kish, Kish. I am 10 years old and you don't tell me how encyclopedias used to be. I understand that. Back in my I'm day. Curious, I'm curious, in your mind, you came up with this topic and you just knew A through this, D through this. Like you just knew this as if it was a basic thing. And I'm just curious, like that's just in your head. You have pictures of encyclopedias and the way they used to be in your head. I'm an old soul. All right, this is how it was in Russia and Mother Russia. This is where I okay. learned it from. All right, Golden Encyclopedias for Witty. In America, we have Wikipedia. <laughs> Wittypedia. I got, I got a side note. After I learned that Chris Wittyham uses his stove as an alarm clock, it got me thinking, like, is he one of those persons that he's so good at broadcasting, but, like, when it comes to, like, everything, like, mundane things, like, he's terrible at. So like, no, I can imagine him, him like not knowing, like cutting grass, like just like random things, like just not being good at. Well, there's no way what he's good at cutting grass. There's he's like, never he's owned a lawn. Yeah. yeah. Or lawn mower. Don't say lawn. That's rude. People I've never had a lawn. I can say lawn it. Lawn mower. No. Yeah, but you, I mean, was like, all right, yeah, you're right. You can say it. I'm weird. We're just I'm it's, it's fine. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think it's that. I, I actually think it's smarter than when I was in my young haymaker days like witty is out dating and using smaller words on purpose as he says i whenever i'd come home after a late night i would actually purposely throw my phone if i would sleep on the couch in the room i would throw my phone to a distance so i knew i had to get out of bed in order to turn it off so i get where he's coming from 
it's just he's doing it intentionally and not drunk, which I guess makes him awkward. So I just I probably just taught myself into convincing. Yeah, you're right, Lou. He's yeah, he doesn't know how to function. I just yeah. taught myself. All right. Didn't worry you get him a clock. An alarm clock. Like Spoiler clock alert. Alarm clock. Yeah, it's Spoiler two days. It's two days later, but that's yeah. So we'll see if this actually comes to use. But it's probably I doubt better it. than a stove. I guess. No, yeah, I, I don't think okay. Then you and Morgie didn't listen to the pod because there was a reason he doesn't use a clock and a reason he uses all right. Uh Pam. <laughs> back to the purchasing. Do, yeah, can you get me back on track here? Because actually, no, Pam, I want to go to you last because you love shopping and then there's a big purchase conversation you want to have. So I hate to renege, but I want to transition into that. Uh-huh. Eric, what are you buying? Hi, Fleming M. Um, what am I buying? Hi, I'm Flem. <laughs> what do you see the show buying? Thank you for treating uh, me in a very subtle way. I don't I don't know. I don't know if uh I don't know what the splits are, I guess. I could see Mike going all out on some weird stuff. Because he kind of already did before they knew before they even decided that. He's like, I'm gonna buy a new house and got a new construction. So it's uh that's some some cash money stuff. So I don't know. Maybe upgrade. Yes. Maybe he'll upgrade, like move closer to the water. He just bought a new house. I mean, actually, Mike is the type that would buy another house six months later. I don't even know why I'm trying to. And it's actually beneficial to kind of play that game. All right. Next next up is marketing and property taxes with Eric. Pam, I, re- I regret. My client, if you can hear me, call your lender. Tell them, hey, I, you know, I just got a new employer. I want to upgrade my house, even though I just bought one six months ago. And yeah, you can do it. So. Pam, I, I regret what I did with at almost forgetting Eric and going to you. I, I should have just stuck to my guy. I knew it was going to property taxes. I knew it was going to go to some adult logic stuff. <laughs> no, I... Eric, I love you, and I love that you're so responsible that the youngest one here keeps us all in check, so keep being that guy. Uh, Pam, back to the rest of us that aren't the youngest and speaking about expenses that love to buy stuff, who do you have making the best purchase or worst purchase? So, honestly, I have Chris probably making the worst purchases because he's so... He's just so fun and jovial and he lives in the moment and he doesn't worry. And I see him doing things like, well, like when he was on with us one night, he like, we made fun of loud car guy. And then, you know, they talked about it on the show and like, he's going to get a loud car. He's going to get some kind of ridiculous, you know, crazy street racer car Um, he's gonna put a stereo in it like he's gonna do all the stuff that 20 year old um, Lance Corporals in the Marine Corps do that's exactly (laughs) the kind of stuff he's gonna do with his money the 2016 Dodge Charger with 20% interest absolutely that the payments are double what you bring home in a month yep that's what he's gonna do for anybody listening, we're not anti-military it's a veteran's wife and uh, (laughs) ex-wife Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> and an ex-veteran. No, he'll, 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 he'll make those. You become an ex-veteran. Yeah, I know it's a dumb thing. It's just not something we're talking about. But thank you, kids. 
Kids, 30 no, minutes no, late. Important no, journalism. X <laughs> What is this shit? Uh, Pam, <laughs> so, let's talk things. about, hold on. Let's talk about big purchases, though, because uh, wait, if there's wait, one wait, thing. Wait, wait, Lou have oh, one? Yeah, I have. I have. I have. I broke down everybody's purchases, first purchases. Pam's absolutely right. That's what I have for Chris. Like Chris, Chris shows up with a, I had him buying like a really big truck or something and just showing up and his wife being like, what? Right. So yes, absolutely. Chris, Chris is buying something ridiculous. Uh, I have Billy. Billy is going to buy a new dishwasher. That would be his first purchase. (laughs) Uh, I have Roy. uh, I have Roy buying a five, two, nine plan for uh, princess Claire. Uh, I had Chris Whittingham investing in a mutual fund, and then I, <laughs> you guys had you had better yeah guys had better for Mike. I had Mike just buying a whole new wardrobe. I think Chris gets the mutual fund, but he's the guy that overthought it so much that it ends up being the worst decision he's ever made. And it becomes <laughs> like he slips into a deep depression twenty years later, where he's the only one who lost all his money. The mutual fund is worth. A quarter of what he paid for it two yeah. years from now. It, it, it's the it's opposite of Bitcoin. All right. Love you, Witty. Uh, what else do you have, Lou? Uh, and then obviously, Stu Gatz is going to buy another house. Like he's going to have two houses. Yep. Re-morga- re- refinancing both, putting another mortgage down on both. Uh, Jeanette, has it count? Oh, Eric, go. Because Eric and mortgage, and I had to just shut up. Parkland real estate like is, is is not that expensive. Like with his ESPN reported salary, he, he could have like had the most expensive house there. So I don't know what he could do with more real estate other than I don't know. Yeah. Rent it out, flip it. Yeah, I guess. VRBO. Parkland, it's pop in place. Jeanette. No, I see Stugatz trying to parlay his first check into a naming rights deal at Northwestern. Uh, which conflicts with his daughter's lacrosse scholarship. So he's already kind of like sowing the seeds to get her ba- like ineligible through the NCAA through some sort of like naming rights. I'll donate this much money if you name the new practice facility after me. The Wiener facility. <laughs> Where all your lacrosse dreams come true. Maybe. Maybe. It's an ex- it's an extension of the school of the Stugat School of Broadcasting. <laughs> it, it becomes like a technical school. It slides down. Pam. Yeah. Okay. So I noticed a post on Twitter today uh, that a person that I know a little bit posted a picture of the dash of her car and her check engine light was on and everything was in the red. And apparently she had driven through standing water, which fucked up her car. Um, and it cost her like $550 to get it fixed. My question is, what have you done to yourself that screwed you over and cost you money? And how much did it cost? All right. Well, my answer is just having a child. Um, so I'll let Jeanette, do you have anything on your mind? Oh, it's definitely it has to be adult braces that was the biggest waste of time and money for me I had them I got them over like three years ago or four years ago who can remember and as soon as I stopped wearing my retainer because I hated it 
uh, everything went back to the back to the way it's not supposed to be. So if you are an adult and they're telling you you need adult braces because of your jawline and this and that and whatever, don't do it. You know, just keep on smiling, you know, with your beautiful, crooked, unique smile. Be happy. Save yourself the money. You'll invest it in something else and just get a new dentist. It's cheaper just to get a new dentist than to get adult braces. So Pam, is this, is this like a, a big expense or is this like, you know, you know, you tried to fix the plumbing and you screwed it up and then, you know, instead of something that should have cost you $70, now it costs you $2,000. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Is what, it, yeah. What'd you do um, that screwed you over and cost me, you I, big money? I, I honestly don't, I don't really have one. I actually, no, I do. I, I kind of have one. There, it was a long time ago. Like when I got my first car, um, we, me and my friend, for whatever reason, we just didn't realize what was going on with the transmission. We, we, we forgot that it was a, a stick shift versus an auto and we couldn't find the correct oil to fill up the transmission. And uh, I drove around on an empty transmission for probably a year. And oh. But the good thing is, like, it was it was like a '98 Honda Accord, so like, I mean, the thing still ran regardless. Oh, it's still it running running. tonight, I bet. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, we. I mean, I actually had to scrapping it because it was battery issues. But that that was one, just not paying attention and realizing because I actually got a new transmission put into it. No, I don't even get that one. But yes, that, that I would say that's about the only thing I did when I like screwed something up, just not realizing what they're going to put the oil at for the transmission and ever since then i now look at my auto manuals so i've learned my lesson sounds like it what about you aaron you're pretty responsible though have you ever no. done anything that you regret financially uh, yes so mine has to be vehicles too and the first one was when i was when i first got at my tahoe when i was 16 i put a system in the back and uh, the guy that helped me put it in was like, "You want to tune that amp down, or it's gonna it's it's gonna be way too loud." And I'm like, "Oh no, it won't." Plus, it tuned up, and I shattered my back windshield with it. So I had it turned up too loud, and uh, that wasn't fun. And when you're 17, uh, you know, windshields are very expensive. Um, <clears throat> and then. The biggest one was so when I was in college, uh, I was out. We were out riding. There's this uh, like lake, and in the winter, they let the water out. So there's like I don't know, 500 miles between the, where the road ends and where the water starts, and people ride out there. And this dude was stuck, and so they like, I'll pull him out. And so I get in there and I start to pull him out. And uh, it's not wanting to move, so I gun it a little bit. And my tire catches on a rock. And I have fireworks come out of the side of both of my rims because my axle absolutely, I mean, like, shattered into, like, a million pieces. And that was very expensive. And so, therefore, I will not help anyone who's stuck ever again. <laughs> Thank you for ending that with a joke. That was perfect. Oh. Kish, do you have one? 
Of course he does. Look at that smile. So yeah, let's talk about adult financials and issues. As she asks kids if he has one, he rolls his eyes with his beautiful face, blows smoke literally into our face, into the camera, as if like, no, because I'm not old like y'all. I'm still living normal. My parents' allowance does not allow for me to make financial mistakes. Yeah. The the most financial issue he's ever given himself is not cutting the yard and getting his allowance. I've never had a yard, and also my parents make much. Um, But anyways, if I had to say something, it would be... uh, Recently, I got a, got into a car accident because I swerved, and I actually lied to Clem about this. Um, this so so a a car swerved into my uh, lane, and instead of actually sideswiping me, I avoided this and hit the swerved. Yeah, the, I I swerved into a metal barricade, and now I have to pay like eight hundred dollars for that. And it was something that like, all of us. Yeah, and if I. If I actually, so life, if I actually let lesson, them swerve into me, the insurance would have paid. Yep. But yep. since I swerved away, yep. life I got lesson. fucked. Um, so Failure that's why I was everyone. Yeah, unsafe lane change, yeah, unsafe maneuvers. Let them hit you. <laughs> Live life a quarter mile at a time, <laughs> like Billy says. Eric. you again, man. Miss you're you. our money man do you, have you ever made a mistake that cost you um yeah all the time um when i was younger i invested in uh triple leveraged uh oil uh commodities and uh that bit me mass. i lost about 75 percent of my uh of everything i had so it was a good tax write-off so yeah that was the lesson <laughs> Something none of us would have known in our 20s. My, my biggest What's loss wasn't right even an issue. <laughs> what are taxes? I was playing video games and living in a van. <laughs> yeah. My, my, one, I just want to end this with saying like, it was a big week, and I know it was obviously a big week for the show. Our show? Uh, about how we signed with Blue yeah. Wire, our show? I was actually going to get there. No. I was going to lead up to that and say the most important news. Lou stole my thunder. <laughs> I was going to, wow. He saw great minds. No, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, look, we're, I think we actually are really yeah. happy to, uh, with the blue. Mm-hmm. I think this is our first week down and I, I hope we've done well. I know it was a unique week because the show that we were created after had a lot of news this week and I, it's weird to navigate and still try to be original and not, you know, Ride the coattails is obviously, but it was a great week for the show that we love um, that created us. And honestly, a great week for us and a great week for our extended universe. So literally, it, it was a funny week to see the show get its big deal, us get our first deal, Yeti get his first spot. And this is 12 months in after a pandemic that we can all agree sucked. And for this bright light to be as bright as it is, when very few people's lights are this bright after the last 12 months, um, it's fucking amazing. Uh-huh. And, Eric. And Juju... Eric, just go off, King. Eric, go off, King, because I, I, you did this. You're on mute. He's also and he's I, also waving you off, saying, "No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this." <laughs> I know. You gotta Eric, force him. Thank right. you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, thank Eric. you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. But overall, like, great job, everybody. And uh, and I say that, and I, I'm not speaking from just me, right? Like, we all know yeah. this. It took a team effort, and um, 
yeah, it's fucking cool. And Juju's message on Twitter this week to everybody, if you didn't see it, was really dope too. To, a year ago, he just created Go Go Lower Rangers, and this happened. And so, congratulations to literally every level of what Dan Levitard has to got to create. Uh, peace. Now, Dan's played more than meow. Stephen A. Smith. Just give me out so I can edit this in. <laughs> Oh my god! Of course, you sound like a panther. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good show, y'all. We lose bear. We lost. Did we lose Barrett again? We lost Barrett again. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even Long know we got time. Barrett back. Yeah. Barrett. Yeah. Barrett was not in this chat for like 30 minutes. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.